0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. On the Behind the Mask podcast, we have some of the greatest athletes to ever play the game and some of your well-known celebrities. We are discussing a wide range of topics including fatherhood, relationships, business ventures, social issues, and untold stories. On the Behind the Mask podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Let's
2: go behind the mask. What's happening? What's happening? What's good family? What's going on, man? How you doing, man? I'm good. How y'all brothers doing? Can't
0: complain, can't complain. Not as good as you, but we maintain it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm chilling, man. You chilling, chill mo? Yeah. Hey, G, what's that, what's, what's that weather like, man? I know you, you out on the West Coast, right? Yeah, I'm in L.A., man. It's like
2: 82 out here. It's not the kind of weather you're going to be sitting in the house. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I know
1: it. Look, we appreciate you sitting in the house giving us a little time, bro. We appreciate that. But yeah, so, all love, all love. Absolutely. For the people that don't know, uh, on the Behind
0: the Mask podcast, Behind the Mask conversation, on my man's it's Spike's page. I'm your favorite plus-size model, Tuton Reyes. And uh, we have a special guest today, my former teammate, I called him my little big brother because he's bigger than me, but he's younger than me. My man, former teammate, four-time pro bowler, all-pro Seattle Seahawks, outstanding left tackle, Dwayne Brown in the building. Welcome, Appreciate brother. Welcome, it. Appreciate brother. So how you doing, man? How's everything going on with the quarantine and everything? How you maintaining, staying in shape? This Is the fam well? Fill us in, man. Catch us up real quick.
2: Hey, everybody good, man. You know, it's... Uh it's different, bro. It's different, man. Just, uh, I'm so, I'm so just routine oriented. So I'm just be doing stuff this time of year. I'm used to doing team workouts, OTAs, all of that. So with everything getting canceled, um, you know, it's different, but it's cool. You know what I mean? It's just giving me a, a moment to be still just chill with the fam. You know what I mean? I got, you know, kids, my, my little ones growing up. He'll be two next week. So being able to be home and just spend a lot of time with them, um, you know, it's, it's been dope, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm always working out, staying in shape. Um, I ordered a bunch of workout equipment, so uh, got a space here that I'm able to, to to stay in shape with. So as long as I got that, I'm cool. You got the
0: kids running around now and terrible tools on you, man. <laughs> man, that's, it's real, it's real. But <laughs> <laughs> that offensive line, man, that unit is about a, a cohesive unit, Everybody gelling together. And y'all don't have that time because of this pandemic. So what kind of problems has that presented for you in terms of joining with the guys and you got some new faces on the offensive line in of Seattle
2: too. Yeah, we you know, we we lost our starting center, our starting right guard and our starting right tackle. Um and we got some some new free agents. We got uh you know, some rookies just coming in. Uh so it's it's going to be a, an an adjustment for us. You know, right now we're doing these virtual meetings online. Um and that's kind of getting them all caught up with the mental aspect of it uh and learning the playbook terminology, but as far as just building our bond, um it's tough dog, you know, we ain't gonna be able to do that until everything opened back up. You know what I mean? And and I've, I've discussed, you know, whatever parameter, whatever we can figure out, you know, is trying to get guys together as much as possible. Cause the O-line unit is the most tight, tight knit unit on the team. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you got new faces, you're not able to spend time with them. Um, it, 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 it's different. You know what I'm saying? There's other teams that got guys that have been together for years and, and we don't have that. So, we gotta try to build that as much as possible um, whenever we get the time to.
1: You talked about how, you know, the camaraderie, the, the, the how tight the relationship is with offensive line, just as a group, because you spend so much time together. Everything that you do, you do it together, unlike defensive players, even as linebackers. Yep. Um, you were the staple when you were drafted, went to went to H-Town Houston, the staple amongst that offensive line. and. Your help you holdout was publicized. And like a lot of people was taking shots, like, why isn't he in, in camp? What's the problem? And now you look take a turn back, take a turn back in the books and you look back, you went to Seattle, you look back at H Town. When you look back at those those troublesome moments that you went through, how much it was it that, how much of it was it the leadership that you felt like really played a big part on the higher end as far as that ended up having you traded to Seattle.
2: Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, I got a number love for the city of Houston. Um, you know, I was there for nine years, and you know, grew up a lot there. Uh, grew with a the player there. Uh, love the city, love the fans, um, love the team. You know what I mean? The locker room. I mean, uh, the issues I had came from um, management. Uh, the, you know, the GM at the time, Rick Smith, and uh, and Bobby Nair, who passed on now uh they didn't I wanted a new deal you know what I'm saying I wanted a new deal I was still working on my extension that I signed in two thousand twelve and I felt like I outperformed that. I had two years left in my deal um they would didn't you know what I'm saying and, uh, uh besides that I had uh you know a stance against social injustice um you know I protested the anth you know the the anthem during some games and 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 you know with, with a list of everything that was going on with uh, police brutality and, 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 and unarmed uh, black and brown people getting murdered. Um, and that kind of, I was the only one that did it, you know what I'm saying, on the team. Was, that wasn't happening in Texas at all. So um, that kind of just created some bad blood, um, you know, along with the contract issues. And so uh, I think it was just kind of the the perfect storm. when the comments came out about, you know, the inmates, and don't let the inmates run the prison. That's that's when I returned. The week I returned from my holdout was the week those comments came out. And um, it was just kind of the perfect storm, you know what I mean, between everything that was going on. Um, I think mutually, we just felt it was time to, to part ways. Um, and Seattle was definitely the landing spot that I wanted. You know what I mean? I just had a lot of, uh, of respect for the locker room, for the players. Um, and um, it worked out, you know what I'm saying? You know, it worked out for me. I'm in a re- really good situation, you know what I'm saying? They got a really good left tackle in Laramie Tunzel. So, you know, it's all good now.
1: And, like, you talked about the week that you returned, that's when all of the comments came out about, you know, the inmates at the time, McDermott. and Like, talk about how hard is that? Because a lot of times most people feel like, since, like, hey, you're getting paid a lot of money. So go ahead and deal with it. But you, like you said, you took it upon yourself because you know as minorities, black and brown people, people that look exactly like you and myself, like it's discrimination. And like, how hard was it for you to try to block all of that out and still just try to go out and just keep your mind on ball?
2: It was really hard, man. It was really hard, you know, and it started, uh, you know, with the Trayvon Martin situation some years before that, you know what I'm saying? And it was just incident after incident. And, you know, people forget that we're, we're people, we're real people, you know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm an African-American that grew up in Virginia, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I have life experience of discrimination. I have life experience of, um, you know, difficult interactions with police officers that didn't treat me the same as they would, uh, you know, my white counterparts. Um, and so they, they forget that you draw from that when you see everything that's going on. And it's not about me, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a space now where I don't have the same situations happen to me, but it's for the, the voiceless, you know what I mean? It's the people that the things happen to They don't have a platform to speak. They don't. It, it feels like they don't matter, you know what I'm saying? And so I think, you know, I felt a responsibility just to show solidarity, to show that, you know, I'm with you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's just kind of what I wanted to do um, amongst other people across the league. And, uh, you know, some people didn't agree with that they, you know, they, they felt like, you know, that, that this arena is not the place for that. But, uh, I I felt differently, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and as you can see, it's still going on, you know what I'm Damn. saying? We got the situation with the young man in Georgia, um, you know what I'm saying? It's still going on, you know? So, uh, it's, it's really hard, man. It's really hard because, you know, it just get overwhelming at times where you just feel like, you know, uh, what, what, at what point is it going to change? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I still try to find a way to, to go out and do my job at a high level, but uh but I have to speak on stuff as well.
0: Well salute for using your platform um and actually speaking out. Not a lot of players do it for what whatever reason, one reason or another, but salute to you. Um, you know, you mature, brother. I, I will say that and, and <laughs> you I know say, I no. was say hats off, but you know, Quarantine yeah. like ain't got me right. So hats off, bro. Much love. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, back then everybody really thought it was an issue with with, with Coach O'Brien um, when he got there with you, and then another uh, all-world player, in DeAndre Hopkins. He actually got traded too. So is there an issue with Coach O'Brien and his top-tier players? Like why why doesn't
2: it seem like guys get along with this coach? For me, my experience with him, I got no issues with, with O'Brien. I'm saying, uh, you know the thing about him, he he's not he he what you see is what you get with him. you know what i'm saying and he, he going to tell you stuff you don't want to hear uh his approach is 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 unorthodox at times uh we always had a mutual respect and like i said my you know my beef if it was up to him i was i was still been there but it was you know other powers above him that uh that, that didn't it make video not work out um the situation with Clowney, the situation popped um it's different. You know what I mean? I don't know what their relationship was like. Um, you know, I, I've been gone for a while now, so I don't know how uh how him and, and hop have how their relationship has changed since I was there. Um but you know, he's also somebody that you know once he makes his mind up, made up, you know what I'm saying, and, and he don't really care who don't agree with it. Um, and you know, it, it sucks, you know what I'm saying? Hop is a is a force. You know what I mean, and you know, he, yeah. he a force, dog. Thank <laughs> County. I mean, I mean, he's he's meant a lot to that organization. I know he's meant a lot to meant a lot to the city. Um, and you don't you don't want to. It's just certain players you think gonna be somewhere for forever. And 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 Hot was definitely one of those people you could just see him being there forever. Um, but it didn't work out like that. But I can just say from my experience with O'Brien, I never had no issues with him.
1: Like I remember, like you know, it's certain current like things that happen in sports that make you remember yeah. exactly where you were, <laughs> where you are, where you were at that time. And so I remember, I, I'm, I wanna say I was washing dishes and I got, I got this thing, came across my phone and it was like, DeAndre Hopkins, he's gone. And so, and I was like, nah, hell no, nah, maybe they spelled it wrong. And I slowed down and looked at it and I was like, wow. So I guess my moment or your moment when you first found out and you talked about, you know, your relationship with him. But when you saw that, that line was cut, what were you doing and what did you think at that time?
2: I was in the crib. I was, uh I think I was about to work out and it blew my mind dog. it blew my mind. I mean, you look at the seasons he's put up consecutively, like, you know what I mean? Every year he's in the top you know, two, three in every category. Um, I mean, you look at the the rise of um, Watson. You know what I mean? And it's just like you think to break that up is is crazy. You know what I'm saying? You just, yeah, I, I would have never saw it coming. I mean, they were one game away from the AFC Championship. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I would have never saw it coming. But again, it must be some stuff that I don't know. Uh, you know, surrounding that. Um, but uh, I wish he didn't come to my division. I will tell you that. <laughs> So,
0: uh, fast forward into the Seahawks, man. You're doing your thing out there. Another Pro Bowl. Um, you know, holding up Russell Wilson. One of the all-time greats, Walter Jones, came out and he said um, that you, if you keep it up, keep on it on your um, on your trajectory, that you have an opportunity to be remembered as one of the all-time great left tackles in the game. Um, I said that back when I first met you when I got there in, in 2009. For yeah, Walter Jones where the go set. So, what does that feeling mean, like coming from one of the greatest tackles of all time, to tell you that? Oh, like
2: I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Um, Walter Jones is the is the bar. That's the bar for left tackles, dog. Like, and and uh, you know when I got to Seattle, the first thing I did was I went to our video people, and I'm like, "Yo, like, let me get that film. I got to get this film." You know what right. I mean? And it was, it was just I just to be able to have an opportunity was dope. Of course, looking at it, I'm like, ah doing a lot of stuff that I might not be able to do, (laughs) but I'm going to look at it anyway. Uh, And then just being able to get to know him, like, you know what I'm saying? Like asking him questions, picking his brain, uh, it's just been a great opportunity, man. Uh, You know, he's the GOAT for real, you know, so for him to to give me that kind of compliment, um, I think that's kind of what us as athletes always strive for. You strive for the respect of your peers. And then, you know, your idols, the guys that you look up to that, that, that have done it all and, and, and reached the pinnacle. You know, when they start speaking to you like that, you know, you, you really, it really means something.
1: Bro, a lot of people, I wouldn't say a lot of people sleep, especially not now on the NFC West. But, you know, if you're on the East Coast, most times you don't get a chance to see the talent that comes out of there or just see the games just because it's always the late game at 4 o'clock you had an opportunity to experience it firsthand with some of the best pass rushers in the league, bro. (laughs) Like, listen, we, Chandler Jones, you talk about Bosa, hell the entire front four for the 49ers, you know, they just put, put guys in and out. Like, how tough is it, man? Like what's that preparation week is like, because you already know like it's going to be a physical week because you got to deal with these dudes. But like, Take us through your mindset as far as like what you think and how you prepare going, leading up into that week,
2: man. I mean, you know, when I first got there, uh, you had, had Aaron Donald, who's, you know, that's the best in the league. Uh, they had Robert Quinn at the time, you know, and then Chandler was in Arizona and I've, i played Chandler, you know, since he was in new England. Um, and he's progressed like every year. And I think he's very underrated still, like, you know, he's, he's putting up crazy numbers every year. He's very underrated. You got, I mean, they drafted both. So I'm like, all right, you know, <laughs> it was a, who's a hot draft pick. All right. But he's still a rookie. Right. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you came with this, you came with <laughs> hey, hey, you, you prepared. I'm just looking at film. Like, all right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, it's just every week, bro. And you got that twice a year. Um, I mean it's uh I, I've seen it all, you know what I'm saying. This is my this is my thirteenth year coming up. So, you know, I've seen uh, I've i faced a lot of Hall of Fame talent. And so I'm I'm nothing surprises me. Um but you just gotta be on your game, you know, watch a ton of film. Um any kind of look that I see that I can get from a scout team player, I try to coach them up on exactly what to do just to try to simulate it as much as possible. Um besides that, just get my mind right, you know what I'm saying? Just knowing, you know, you play with confidence. You know what I'm saying, and, and 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 you'd be as crafty as possible, especially going to the bolsa. he's very talented, you know. But it's a lot that he hasn't seen from those tackles in college. So you just try to be as crafty as possible, and just and after that, it's just a fight. You talk about some of the Hall of Fame talent that you went up
0: against in your 13-year career. So we had a question: Who was the toughest defensive lineman that you had to block? That's easy. He- so he
2: caught me young, you know, early in my career. <laughs> and I already like, know who I'm gonna say. Guys. <laughs> I said Dwight Freny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like coming into that division, uh, they had Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. Dwight, and Robert Mathis. And so every game, it seemed like we was down by 14 before the second quarter started because Peyton Manning is out there doing his thing. You get down by 14 against them, now it's Damn near two minute drill the whole second half, mm-hmm. and you already know what time it is. Spin move, bull rush. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, going against him is, is is probably what helped me progress as much as I did so early on. Because I had to. I knew if I you know if, if I couldn't find a, a way to to block him in my division, I won't last long. You know what I mean? And 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 they no hiding out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we going that, three, three scat. You know what I mean? Not much tip help. You got a man up, you know what I'm saying? Uh besides him, I say, you know, Demarcus Ware, um, animal. Uh in the in the modern day pass rushes, um Vaughn. Vaughn is tough, man. You know what I mean? Uh but it's a lot of guys, dog. It's a lot of a lot of great rushes. Uh, but you know, those three are just are just was just the hardest to consistently win on. And we got a question from one of the uh the fans,
0: Seahawks analyst says, how do you work against the Bosa chop and his counter scissors?
2: Man, you trying to get, I mean, give up my. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to get. Like, a I got to block man. him don't give, twice. Don't give, yeah. no, don't give him the whole kit, though. Give him a little uh, bit. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, his chop, you can't get overextended. You know what I'm saying? You get to reaching against him. The thing with him, he likes to use a lot of power, so. Uh, once he, he uses power a couple of times, it gets you over your, over your toes, gets you trying to brace for it. And that's when that chop comes. So you gotta, you just keep your weight back. You get overextended. That's when he gets the chop, um, get you off balance and he getting an the edge. Um, yeah. Chop is not a, you know, that's, that's not a move that, that, that works for me as much. Uh, so. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> but that's it. You know what I mean? What was the other one to counter? What? I don't even, the kind of scissors. I ain't
0: never heard that one before. that's not like a wrestling (laughs) move I don't know what that is man got another another question Uh, Chase Young versus Dwayne Brown Kaliba 808 another one of the 12s Mm -hmm. they say you ready for that what do you know about the young man
2: I mean, I haven't seen any seen any film on him, but obviously, you know, you go you go that high in the draft for a reason. You know what I'm saying? You get you as as, as much attention as you got. He got that for a reason. He's a big dude, big athlete. Um, you know, I don't. I, scheduling came out yet, but I know we played him. I don't know where in the season. If it's early in the year, then I'm gonna show him everything he ain't seen yet. You know what I'm saying? Like just be as as crafty as possible. You know what I'm saying? If it's late in the year, I'll get some film on him and uh. And go from there. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I I'm not worried about the rookies, man. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be a player, but uh,
1: yeah, you know man, I'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right. He need to be worried about you right now. He's trying to still get his feet wet and learn the playbook. But that's it. You know, you come in and listen. You you with another great quarterback, Russell Wilson, and mm-hmm. you know, people always. I had people hit me up before we got on and I told them and they were like, man, ask him about the pressures of like blocking for Russell Wilson. Now me personally, I think I, I, listen, I, if he was on my team, I'm paying a luxury tax just because of all of the things that he provided and the things that he can do. But like, like, what is it? Like what makes him so special being able to block for him and just knowing the tendencies and his leadership that you want to kind of expand upon.
2: man. Um uh, I can't say enough about him, dog. Uh Russ has really become one of my closest friends since I've gotten there. Um what you see from him, you know, whether it's online or interviews, that's exactly who he is. Uh, like he's the most consistent person that I've been around as far as just his optimism, his faith. I mean, just leadership, dog, like his work ethic, you know what I mean? Like he's uh he's elite in all those and all those aspects. Uh on the field. I mean his preparation is everything you know what i mean like we we ha- we have extra meetings he's never you know caught off guard by anything uh his his talent level i mean it's crazy you know what i mean you know, he got that baseball background he can make all the throws from whatever angle um his ability to extend plays uh it's it's uh it's special, bro. I mean, he had generational talent. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I don't, I think, I don't know how long he'll play. He, he said he'll play till the he's in his 40s. But whenever he does, I mean, I think he'll go down as, you know, absolutely one of the best of all time. Um, and you know, I'm just happy he's on my team. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's different. It's different blocking from him than a traditional court, uh, pocket passer. Um, and that's something I had to get adjusted to. Uh, you know, he, he he moves around a lot. You just try to get a feel for it for what the defender's trying to do, cause you don't really know where he is. But his ability to throw on a run, his ability to throw a deep ball is uh is the best in the league. So that clock, that clock that old
0: lineman have, like, all right, the ball should be going by now. That ain't that ain't it. You
2: gotta got to check that shit the door. <laughs> I, I I found that out <laughs> for my first game, I was blocking, 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 and I'm just like, all right. He still got it. So I try to get back on my block and I get to the sideline and they just I'm like say hey no more, say no more. I got you. I got you. So you gotta yeah, you gotta check that at the door. Um besides that, like one thing I say about him, no matter what's going on in the game, like he's he's here. If if we if we've had a rough one and we have giving up sack after sack, or you know, if it's the fourth quarter, we, we got five minutes left, we down by 14. His faith in winning a game, like, that trickles throughout the whole team. Like, his faith in in winning and and, and getting a job done, like, it's it's unmatched, you know? So I, I got nothing but love and respect for him.
1: I say this all the time when, you know, we do what we have to do before we play the game on Sunday before it's displayed in public. What's that one thing that really impressed you about Russell Wilson that he did in private and then when he displayed it in public on Sunday... All the fans are like, man, can you believe he did that? What's that one thing that you've seen him do throughout the week that on Sunday when he actually does it for everybody to see it from a public view, you're like, man, he does this all the time and it's not surprising to us? Um,
2: I think it's just the throws in a tight space, man. Like we do every, you know, every week we do our two-minute drill. We do like the red zone period and... He does like the extended plays. You know the defense will start rushing, obviously, and he'll just keep running, 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 running. He'll run to the sideline and he'll throw and and drop the ball like right in between three defenders. And in practice, you like I don't know if that's gonna get there on Sunday. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like that's you got, you got to. I don't know, man. I think they might. I think they might get there. And I mean, he had to play the Tyler Lockett against the Rams, dog. Oh, uh, back in the, back
1: in the end, end, zone, end zone,
2: right? End zone, like. I'm like, how would you even think to throw it there? You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's crazy, bro. And and but we see it all the time, and uh and it, you know the fans get to see it on Sunday, but uh it's it's nothing new to us. You talked about Lockett. Obviously,
0: you have your fair share of future Hall of Fame receivers. Andre Johnson back with the Texans. D Hop. Now you got a young pup, my nephew out there, DK yeah. Metcalf, man. What, what similarities uh, do you see with him in terms of how he goes about the game with some of the
2: greats that you played alongside? Uh, I mean, first off, his, his size, bro. Like, dude is, is unreal. Like, we were in the weight room during workouts before the, like, before the season, before his first OTAs. And he's, like, doing dumbbell rows with, like, 130s. So I'm what? <laughs> oh, I'm, telling you. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, with 130s? 30s. God damn. And I'm like, all right, okay. We'll see. We'll see young fella. But his 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 passion and want to be great is uh is everything. You know what I mean? He's not he's not cocky, he'll ask questions, he's good at receiving advice, um, anything you gotta tell him. He practices hard, he works hard, and I think as the season went on, he just got more and more comfortable. He got more and more confident in making the plays. Um, and it showed up. It showed up uh, towards the end of the season. It showed up uh, in the Philly game in the playoffs. He made the big play to to close the game out. Uh, he got a chance to be really, really special, man. I think, like I said, he has all the physical attributes, but his drive, his drive, and 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 want to be great is, I think, was going to really take him to the next level,
1: bro. Some of the greatest stadiums that I played in. You know, it started out earlier in my career. I remember playing in Baltimore, playing in Tennessee when Eddie George, uh, Steve McNair was there. And I was like, I don't care how rowdy their fans are. I'm thinking about Oakland now. Used to be Oakland, KC. It's like, I don't care what they are. They're not going to make a tackle. They're not even going to make a play. So who cares? Who gives a crap? (laughs) But when you walk into Seattle, I remember playing there late in my career. And I'm I'm yelling, giving out the signal to Patrick Willis, is maybe two two yards away, and he was looking at me like, huh? And I'm yelling, bro, like, and it's clearly it's really a disadvantage. So like, how much do you guys appreciate that, especially as offensive linemen, and 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 how much does that really help you guys out to be able to use that as an advantage?
2: Dog, oh, it's insane. So funny, funny story. Or like the funny fact, like I had played in every stadium in my first nine years, except Seattle, until the day I played there. I ended up getting traded there right after we played them when I was in Houston. So my first time ever playing in CenturyLink was the Sunday we went there right before I got traded. And I kind of knew that it was going to happen. I kind of knew I was going to get traded there. Um... So I went there like, you know, this might be my next home. And we playing there, and I'm like, dog. Like, that was one of the best games I've been a part of. They ended up beating us like 42 to 35 or something, but Deshaun and Russ were just going back and forth. And I'm sitting there like literally can't – you can barely hear yourself talking to the person beside you. Like, unreal how loud that place gets. And then when I came there, like the first night game, I'm just like, it's crazy to think that they can get that loud. and And people hate playing there. I mean, and some some people like it. I mean, you like the energy, but it's definitely a game changer. Uh, I'm just looking looking forward to trying to get there for, like, a playoff series where we can get home for the advantage because I know it's going to be tough to lose. Real quick, shout-out to former
0: Dallas Cowboys safety Roy Williams checking in. He said, what's good? Um, Joe Burns, what's happening, bro? I said Checking in real quick. I got a question, man. We asked all the, all the fellas that do come on. You already said Walter Jones is one of the GOATs, one of the, the, the people that you, you inspired or you looked up to, uh, particularly when you got to Seattle. So if you had a Mount Rushmore to build with your top four linemen of all time. Man, that's tough. Who just just just, just give me a few. We got we got some. Trent Brown drops in them, but we, we need yours. All position across the board or just tackles? Whatever, whatever you feel. I mean, whoever made an impact on the game. It could be all tackles. It could be all tackles.
2: All right. That's tough too, but all right. Uh, I gotta go. Walk uh, for tackles. Walt, Anthony Munoz. Um, Willie Rope. Uh, damn, it's hard. Either Jonathan Ogden or Orlando Pace. I'll say. And what about uh, those
0: guys? What about those guys? Or who of uh, any of them? Did you take something from their
2: game and implement it into yours? Yeah, for, for Walt, I mean, Jonathan Ogden and, and Orlando Pace, I couldn't. I mean, they were like six eight. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah, I know what I can do that they did. Uh, but Walt, it was all like the footwork. Mm. His foot, his feet were so good, man, and just keeping staying balanced and never getting overextended one way or the other. Uh for Willie, uh hands, he had fast hands, always working his hands. His hands never got lazy. That's something that I, I still work on now. But uh, watching his film, that was uh, what stuck out to me. Um, but I, I'll, I'll try to give a, a four for across the board. I still don't go off to Jones, Larry Allen, Bruce Matthews. Larry Allen was a beast. Yeah.
1: So,
2: <laughs> Bruce, straight man. beast. Uh. I'll probably put Willie Rofa in there for that one, or Moon Yo's. But But Larry Allen and Bruce Matthews go in there for the for the, for the fourth. Sure.
1: Hey, bro, we getting a lot of, like, a lot of the 12s. They're, they're jumping on Seahawk analysts. We see that he asked the question, he or she asked the question, who do you enjoy beating up on the most in the division or in the league? That <laughs> some, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> some <Man. technical> material. <laughs>
2: Yes, yeah, set me up, man. I don't beat up on nobody, man. I just do my job. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't beat up on nobody. I, 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 I got nothing to say there. I got, I got, I got respect for everybody I go against, man. Yeah, we know it.
1: We, we, we know, bro. We know we go, don't give much. Time. Be- Because the thing is, is this: like you ain't necessarily got to worry about giving them bulletin board material if it ain't already in them. They ain't got it. Ain't got exactly.
2: It. Exactly. They
1: ain't got exactly. it. So. Let me ask you this big season coming up. Uh, The schedule is about to drop soon. Like what are the expectations since we have so many 12 fans listening in? They're tuning in. Uh, We know we have some adjustments on the offensive line, but like what are the expectations for this year? I think, I think
2: in the, in this, the kind of organization we have, uh, winning, winning it all is always the goal. That's always the expectation. Um, Obviously, last year we came up short in the playoffs, uh, had some injuries, lost all our running backs, you know, had to bring, bring Marshawn came back after not playing at all. You know what I mean? Like, we had a lot going on, Um, but I think we we got where we got. We were on the path we wanted to be on, and I don't think we had a drop-off from last year. So the the goal is always to win, win it all. You know what I mean? But it starts with the division. The division hasn't gotten any easier. You know what I mean? San Francisco improved. Uh, Arizona's improved, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's always the, the goal, but, you know, start someone in the division first. We'd be remiss if we didn't give some love
0: to Dev. Miss Brown, I you mean, know what man. I'm saying? We'd be remiss if we didn't show some love. I'm going to tell you I mean, a quick story. <laughs> we, Quit quick,
1: digging in your nose. Man. I ain't digging my nose,
0: Quick story, man. We were uh. We were out in L.A. in uh night before you went, remember? Yeah, yeah. We were down at the dinner, everybody chilling, chilling. And um, we about to go out and hang out and everything. It's my first time meeting Mrs. Brown. And uh, she comes up to me and she's like, you too, Tom? I said, yeah. She said, make sure don't nothing happen to my husband. I said, why are you coming up to me? She said, because everybody else, I've been watching y'all, everybody else coming up to you. So you must be the one with the plan. <laughs> do
2: you. Hey, hey. You ever get no you trouble how ringmaster. to pay <laughs> You the ringmaster, like ring leader, you the ring leader. You got the control thing. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, brother, man. No doubt. No doubt,
0: man. And um with that being said, you know, like I said, salute the maturity. You're, you're a locker room leader now, you know, all the accolades and everything. Um, so what with 13 year pro Dwayne Brown? What kind of advice cool. would 13-year pro Dwayne
2: Brown give back to first-round draft pick Dwayne Brown? Man, you remember those days, man. <laughs> cool. I don't. Uh, talk,
0: so please I had, expand. I had to make you go home.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm a walking testimony, man. <laughs> but uh, I think first thing is just uh, on the football side of it, uh, Watch watch more film, study your opponent to to the T, take care of your body, uh, be proactive about not wait for an injury to happen, to, to work on it. Um, I think outside of that, stay in the house, get a <laughs> <laughs> stay out in the streets, man, you know what I mean, <laughs> nothing out there, man, uh, <laughs> um, save money. Uh, don't
1: go! No, don't go to the Cardi
0: B, not the Cardi B, the uh, the Amber Rose party.
2: <laughs> man, oh man! Let's talk
1: about this Amber Rose party.
2: <laughs> no, we can can talk we talk about that? We got, we got, we talk about that off, offline. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Man. laughs> oh man! But yeah, yeah, man. You know, just uh, like I said, save money. You know what I mean? Get your, get your rest. Uh, you know, and, and other than that, just just enjoy the moment man you know what i mean i think other than that i i've you know i've done pretty well and progressing and growing but uh first couple years you know i had some some growing up to do and uh to get me where i'm at yeah man
1: well we all have those growing pains For sure. but we oh, definitely yeah. want to be able to we will talk about that later offline but man but we appreciate <laughs> the time my brother
2: Oh, appreciate you, coming man. for this
1: upcoming season too, bro. Absolutely. Hold it down, man. Thank you, man. Much
2: respect for what y'all doing, man. I'm rocking appreciate with you. it, man. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing y'all thing. Absolutely. Much love, man. All right, folks. All right, bro.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Behind the Mask Podcast. Indulge, share, and subscribe to quality content And we're everywhere, we're on YouTube Make sure you scroll to the bottom, click that little bell for notifications We're on Google Play, we're on Spotify, and we're on Apple Music
1: Even on social media, we're gonna make it easy for you Follow at the BTM Podcast for your weekly fixings And remember, there's only one rule There are no rules Let's Let's go go Behind behind the the mask. Mask